Welcome to Three Tales Max, the chronicles of my life. And I'm putting this together for really my family. The reason I call this Three Tales Max is if you hear more than three of these tales at one time, I guarantee you, you're going to say, that guy's lying. That cannot possibly be true. Well, this is the truth as I remember it. An autobiography, a recap of my life, the Chronicles of Three Tales Max. I got to say, you know, this this is dedicated to Alice. Alice, my wife, been married a long, long time. It's all good. You know, Alice is a, a great person to be married to. She's my wife. You know, one of the things she does really well, she puts up with me and my stuff. Just in the last five years, she's made this statement, and I tell everybody as I can, you know, and then she'll tell me it's, uh, I'm not quite quoting her correctly, but, you know, she has to make a podcast to make the quote that she thinks is right. Uh, I heard her say, Max would be a great husband if he didn't bitch. That's what she said about me. Can you believe that? I don't talk much, not compared to Alice and her family. Uh, those those guys talk a fair amount. I mean, they are they are talkers. Nothing wrong with that. When they're not talkers, you know, when they're when they're sick or something's wrong, they don't talk about that. They'll talk, but not about that. You know, they just you know. Um, a lot of times, I never knew Alice was under the weather. She just doesn't complain. She's not a complainer. Problem is, I do complain a, a fair amount when I'm in a bad mood or if I'm hurting. I complain. I don't want somebody to react to it. It's just me blowing off steam. That's the way I am. I complain. Maybe that's where she comes up with that little gem of a statement. I say Alice puts up with me. I think I have some really positive qualities. I bring some positive things to this relationship. Uh, One, I can play the stupid husband better than anybody. Remember the stupid husband from past episodes? You know, you have to return something to the store. You go there during the days when it's in the daytime when, uh, at least here in small town USA, people, older people are working the desk and you, you know, you find somebody, you know, I would say 40, 50 plus year old uh, female. A lot of times they have a family and if I go in there and stumble around a little bit, I I don't know, uh, 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 can I, uh, you know, Alice sent me here, she bought this, and you know, after a while, standing around like that, usually the people behind the desk, and that's not really an act, most of the time that's true. People behind the desk, especially if it's, if it's a, a woman of that age, but just let me help you, honey. Hey, sweetie, you know, that's what she's telling me. So I just stand back, let's go, you know, go ahead and do this, because you're going to streamline the process. I don't know what I'm doing or what I'm trying to say. I just need to do like whatever this function is. If it's returning an item or whatever, buying tickets or something, whatever. Now, I realize that most of that stuff is done online these days. People don't do that. This was something, this was a time when it did happen. So, yeah, you know, talking about stuff and gifts. I always considered myself a pretty decent gift giver. Now, I'm sure Alice would tell you something different. When I was a kid living at home with my parents, I took, you know, Christmas and birthdays seriously. I was like, okay, we're going to go out, I'm going to buy them something that's meaningful in their life, you know, not necessarily functional. Most of the time it was a functional gift, something meaningful to the person. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Alice, Alice not so much, you know, she comes from a different background than my, than I do. Yeah, for 
early on in our marriage, she returned a lot of my Christmas gifts and birthday gifts and didn't really make me happy, but whatever. You know, I still was buying gifts and Alice was returning them. You know, I wouldn't do the stupid husband routine on that. If she wanted to return it, she had to, she had to go to the store. Folks, that's before the internet, way before the internet. <laughs> I want to want to lead you into something. I, I consider it my legacy within Alice's family. Now, Alice comes from a really, really large family. They don't take any crap from anybody, um, old, young, man, woman. They, uh, no. Yeah, no, no, no. This is how it is. This is what I believe in. If you don't believe in it, that's fine. But, you know, you're not changing my mind. Keeping on track with that, they are very, very, very superstitious. And, you know, this is the way we've always done it. And we're going to do it this way. Like I can remember one time, uh, real early, Alice and I's relationship. I was there for Thanksgiving dinner, and one of the one of the uh, brothers wasn't there. And the other brother gets up and calls him and like, "Where are you? Get over here! You know, we can't cut the turkey until you're here." It's, you know, you know, whatever. Some some tradition, some some family tradition of theirs, I guess. Okay, so real real traditional about stuff. So, currently, uh, we have this little thing called the Tacky Christmas Gift, or the Tacky Gift, or the Tacky. It's a, it's a strange thing. Let me tell you how it started, and then I'll tell you how it currently is. So, Alice and I were in this department store years ago, many years probably 25 years ago, I don't know, give or take, plus or minus a few years. We were in this store, and uh, I, I was... Uh, and shopping, I was shopping, and, and I was in, in the mood to just, you know, why don't I just buy something different? You know, I was going to give something to, to one of Alice's family members. You know, they draw names out of the hat, and you have them as a, you know, you buy a gift for them, you know, normal stuff. Well, I thought, why well, not necessarily a gag gift, but something that's that's humorous, right? Something that's a little off the wall. I mean, um in line to check out right behind Alice. Alice is like three or four people in front of me. You know, it's around the holidays. It's pretty busy. And I had picked out this, for the lack of the better words, I got to describe this to you. So it's a ceramic uh, figurine, about a foot tall. It's a figurine of a Swedish chef. You know, if you don't know what that is, the reason I say Swedish chef is because I remember... uh, the Muppets, and there was a Swedish chef on there. This reminded me of that. That was on the front. On the back, down like from his feet up to the to his posterior, was bulged out. And there was a hole in there, in this bulge on the top, that was maybe know, three inches, two inches in diameter. It was a pretty big hole for all the bigger the statue was. You would put, you know, it was to hold like wooden spoons and whatever, you know, knives or forks or whatever you just want to like put this on a calendar you put this basically in a hole behind the Swedish chef and you'd be looking at the chef and you reach behind the chef and get this thing well it was uh pretty tacky let's just say that and so I'm staying alive I'm I'm not thinking anything about this you know I was like I start Alice Alice hey look you know 
look at this. What do you think? Do you think this is tacky? Do you think, you know, you know, so-and-so would like this as a gift? And Alice is like, she's starting red. And she's like getting embarrassed. I'm like, what? What's going on? Hey, it's only like eight bucks. You know, this is pretty good. And like, people are looking at me, looking at Alice. Oh. So that Christmas, Alice goes and tells this story to her family at Christmas time. And they thought it was a pretty good idea. Let's have a tacky gift contest. And that's how it was born. Tacky gift contest. Okay. So we have to have some rules. Because a couple of Alice's brothers and sisters cheat a little bit. Okay. They like to uh, win. They are a competitive bunch. So we, have, we designed this tacky gift exchange. So the rules are, you, know, you can't spend more than $5 on this thing, including tax, and you have to have a receipt to prove that. So you go out and you have, you know, up until Christmas time, depending on when you start, you know, most people started on New Year's Eve on the quest to find the tacky gift because it could become real, real, real competitive. And Alice is a part of this. You know, she plays along. She's, this is great. You know, Alice is putting up with all this crap. Now remember, she's putting up with me. Is this good or is this bad? I don't know. So anyway, so how this goes is you would you would buy this gift and you would wrap it and whatever. You know, we would wrap this thing. and uh, This wasn't always wrapped great. So I'm going to give mine to person one. You're going to give yours to person two. And you're going to give yours to person three. And so everybody around has, has, a, has a gift and is giving a gift. And everybody puts like two or five bucks in the kitty. So we go around, open up the gifts. And at the end, all the gifts are stacked on a table in front of you in the, in the middle of a room. And then people vote on what they think the tackiest gift is. All right. I, I, I don't want to say too much about what they call these gifts, but you can imagine these gifts were quite uh, diverse and they had some really oddball names. Uh, just remember, this is a one-time thing. So everybody votes, and, uh, and then you take, you know, count the votes, and whoever whoever has the most votes, whoever gave the tackiest gift, gets all the money. So they are, they are deemed the winner. Now the loser of this game is the person who received that tacky gift. <laughs> the rules are, you know, the person will be disqualified next year if they don't follow this rule. The person who gives the tacky gift and the person who receives the tacky gift. The person who receives the tacky gift must display the gift in full view in a, you know, a public room, you know, kitchen, living room, great room, you know, family room, whatever. It has to be on display in full view anytime the winner, the person who gave it to you, shows up. You know, it doesn't matter what happens when they're not there, but when that person who gave you that gift shows up, you have to have this gift out. Now, some of these gifts are really, whew, 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 uh, they're, they're, they're not to be seen by the uh, young. Let's just put it that way. So naturally, this is a family, pretty close-knit family. They know what's going on when. Well, somebody's having a wedding reception or somebody's having a party or somebody's having a birthday party or whatever. The winner shows up and if it's at the loser's house, it, the gift better be out. If the loser is having, let's say, um, you know, a get-together of their work friends, 
Well, somebody in a family will know that. So if the loser is given that party, the winner will show up unannounced. And the first thing they do is like, hey, where's my gift? I don't see it. So remember, now you're surrounded by people you work with and you have to get this Swedish chef, so to speak, out. Set it down. Now not that you didn't have it out, people are going to be asking, what the heck is this for? And, you know, embarrassment ensues, I hope. Kind of the nature of the game. Oh, and by the way, the very first time this was done, the vote was a dead tie between me and Alice's oldest brother. So we took a revote, and Alice voted for her brother instead of me. We were married at the time. That's still, that's, you know, 25, 30 years ago. I still, I still remind her of that often. This whole tacky gift thing, right? It, it goes on, and the family started taking vacations. You know, I had to, you know, I had to, I had to step up. You know, it's like let's let's go to these vacations, right? Well, I'm a golfer. A lot of you know all the, all the all the people golf in the family. Uh, not not well, but we're golfers, and so we start golfing, and on we go to this family vacation, and we'd start golfing, and you just can't imagine what Alice's family's like. You know, they're they're doing everything humanly possible to disrupt your golf game. They'll throw stuff at you when you're standing there. They'll run a golf cart right up behind you when you're trying to hit something out of the fairway. And then whatever the score was, because these people are really, you know, these this group of people are really, really competitive. Whatever the score is at the end, someone's contesting it or someone's contesting how many strokes you're putting on the official scorecard. You're like, I had a four. No, you had an eight, you know, whatever. So I was called haggling. It became the Haggler's Cup. And the Haggler's Cup actually has a little tiny trophy associated with it now. And it has the year on it. I think it was the early 90s, mid-90s when we started. The year on it and the person who won's initials on this thing. It's black. I mean, it's the most cheese ball thing. It could probably work as a tacky gift. Uh, but it's a big deal to own this cup. So every year you would play this, this golf tournament called the Haggler's Cup. And, you know, this is what you get. It's called Haggler's because people are just going at each other so hard. And then there's the uh, little thing that happened when, uh, as we, you know, our, we had children and they were younger and we wanted to do something for them. So my mother-in-law got this little pinata thing, would hang it up. And it's not a pinata, it's like an indoor pinata. You don't hit it and make its contents fall out. You, there were like strings falling, uh, out of the bottom of it. You'd reach up and you'd pull a string. And one of the strings would be attached to like a trap door. Others would not. So you pull a string, nothing happened. Pull a string, nothing happened. Pull a string, boom, it opens up and, and the candy falls out. It's called the pinata. So why is Max telling me all this stuff? Well, I have to say this. I want to tell everybody. So they understand what a triple crown award is. Now, if you're... You know, from the East Coast in the 60s and 70s, the Triple Crown was something that the, um, as a hunter, if you harvested a bear, a turkey, and a, and a buck, you actually got a, what they called a Triple Crown Award. But in today's world, the Triple Crown means you have won the Hagler's Cup, you have won the Pinata, and you have won the Tacky Gift Contest. Not received it, but won it. So that's called the Triple Crown. Uh, it's hard to do because this pinata thing is strictly luck, okay? And to a lesser extent, although you have some control over it, the uh, haggler or the um, the uh, tacky gift is something you purchase, but you never know if they're gonna like it or not, and how the group is gonna vote for it. Because it's not just because you like it doesn't mean the group's gonna like it. So, what is a typical, you know, tacky gift? 
Yeah, I've seen. Uh, I saw a beer can hat. You know, it was like a top hat made out of uh, sixteen ounce beer cans, cut like in fourths and punched holes in the side of it, and they were knitted together, so it was a hat. I've seen. Well, I gave one once. The one of my brother-in-laws uh, traveled a long distance every year to come to this this uh, Christmas party, and you know, so he's on the road. So I thought, you know, wouldn't it be nice if you had like maybe a vessel that you could urinate in and not have to stop. I mean, he had a long drive, a long drive, like days drive. So I bought this, this, uh, this is a man. I bought this female, like, urinal bedpan. It was plastic, you know. And I put some food coloring on the inside of it and stained it yellow. Yeah, that actually won one year. So anyways, you can imagine what the name was for that. Alice. Alice, Alice. I know that she's treated me great over the years. It's not like we're getting divorced or anything. This is not the finality of, of our relationship. I just you know, want to play a little homage here because she has put up with uh, all my oddball stuff. Uh, I, I assume that she thinks I'm a good husband, a good father, maybe even a good person. Uh, thanks, Alice. That's all for now, folks. This is Three Tails Max signing off. It's not my...